Hi, everybody. You guys know me. I'm Corey. I'm the Diggity Diggity Dungeon Disaster DJ. I'm here with the Opportunity Rollcast. Say hi, everybody. Hello. Good evening. Hello. Let's go ahead and do introductions. Let's go ahead and start with Izay. Howdy, I'm Izay. I'll be playing your Dwarven Cleric, Martha Blackbrick. Alex? Hi, I'm Alex, and I will be playing your Tiefling Druid, Callisto, who is in a state of constant existential terror. We all, truly, in one way or another. I'm sorry, I drifted there. Uh, Rodeo. Hello, I'm Max Rodeo, and I will be playing Caster, your grave cleric, Azamar. Dust? Hello, I am Dust, and I will be playing Finn, the human bard. And most wanted? <laughs> Hi, I'm Chris, and I'll be playing uh, Sandy, the human assassination target of the Old Light. Yeah, because I think we ended the last game that we played. You, you were part of an explosion. I was. Yeah. So what's going to happen now is and you kind of have that, that kind of weird vision. Because you're not going to hear ringing, because of course you can't hear. But your vision's going to be blurred. You know, that was a weird explosion. And it was an explosion. It wasn't like a spell. It wasn't like getting smacked by any kind of weapon. It was something completely different because it was just an expanse of air that smacked you in the face so heavily. So as you're laying there and you're, you're a little dizzy, you can just, I, I don't know, it, it just barely get to your feet for a moment until you regain your composure and start standing a little bit better. And as you look back to where you had been standing, and it, it has blown you about 10 feet away, there's a small little crater in the stone and a little bit of tufts of fur everywhere, some glass, because it was on a rat. Oh yeah, it was a living. It was a living bomb. I forgot. Yeah. I have a question for Martha slash Izzy, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, how many hit points do baby goats have, or are, are the the goats on our cart? Oh no. Uh Indy goat HP. I just cook. Um, four. four. <laughs> Let's see. I was dealt seven. Seven. Uh, seven. Well, we're going to be having goat tonight. Were you days. at the front or the back of the cart? Because if you were at the back we're of the, the cart, they'd probably the be fine. We were at the front. We were sitting in the driver's seat. So, it, like, literally, the mouse was like on the driver's seat. The goats were looking right back at us. Um, you did get a deck save, so they would get a deck save as well. Oh, that's true. That's true. Let's go ahead and roll a quick deck save. Do you know what the deck <laughs> is for those, Martha? I plus zero. Okay. Can we get Thank advantage you. for them in the honor of not killing baby goats? Can we say they have cover because they're kind of the mouse was kind of like in the seat. They have cover. Cover sounds good. Okay. I don't um, know. If cover does anything for dexterity. Partial coverage. 
partial coverage is what, like a minus three? Or how do they do that? I don't even know. You get a plus half cover is plus two to AC and dexterity saving throws. Three quarters is plus five. Okay. And total cover is can't. Ooh, that's a seven. Um I don't necessarily like doing evil things to innocent creatures. I I do want to send that out there to the listeners. Um, but I also want to stay true to the story. And if that means that we are without pulley animals uh, for our cart, that is an obstacle. Um, that's an eight. That is a two. That is a five. How many do we have? I believe we just had four left. Yeah. Four. And, and to be perfectly honest, that would be the first thing that Zer checks because he knows that everybody else is safe behind the, the cart. And um, if he's blown back 10 feet, he's thinking, where were the goats blown? <laughs> well, rest in peace, cherry, peaches, pumpkin, and pecan. <laughs> you just hear Martha go, well, I don't know what that explosion was, but it seems that our goats have been cooked. We uh, might want to check them for shrapnel, I say as I pull a tiny little sprocket sticking out of my shoulder. And uh, take them inside. I almost, I almost chuck it on the ground and then I pocket it instead. I Give me a quick investigation check with it. Just okay. like a little spin and twist, I feel like you might. Yeah, because I'm going to be looking at other pieces that might be still not completely obliterated. A quick investigation. Navigate my sheet. Three. Three. Not much can be gathered. I'm saving it for later for someone smarter. <laughs> oh, dear. You see Martha just sort of tut and... What was that explosion, sweetheart? Did someone's spell go off? Uh, no. And is the little girl around? Or um, Jay? Who was cavorting with her? No. I think the little girl's kind of moved on at this point i i hold up the note and i say to martha i think i might have just survived another assassination attempt. pitiful one at that but we can talk about that later uh right uh, i think there might have been some damage to the cart and we are without hooves to power it it's easy enough to buy goats. Um, I'll take these poor things and put them in the back in the guild hall. Uh, at the very least, we'll have plenty of meat for a while. I'll have to check them for shrapnel. If... Yes, that would be wise. I'm going to collect any shrapnel you find, if you would be so kind. And I will also be around the explosion site. And then I'm going to get a bit of a nap 
inside the cart. That's okay. Okay, so we need five goats. Because we already needed one. Um, that's five gold. I'll tell you what, I'll I'll take care of the goats. Um, you kids just stay there and try not to get murdered. Oh dear. That is a 27 for motherly fussing. All right, how easy would it be to buy five goats, my friend? Well, <clears throat> right now, seeing as that most people are a little shaken up about the deaths, um, among the other things, you might get lucky. Um, I don't think anybody's really purchased anything. I think people have mostly been just kind of Floating, really, since the incidents. Um, so you will kind of head over to the basically farmed, varnished area. Uh, it is near the right gate towards uh, Fortosum. And it's got a nice little pin. They've got about three pigs, a large cow. It's got one of those kind of heavier silken fur ones that kind of like really like drape down on it. It's almost like a huge... Island cattle? Yeah, this guy right. is is something. He is just munching on a shoe. Um, you know, think it, it, at first it looks like just some sort of inanimate object, and then you realize it's it's that's someone's shoe. Um, God knows how it got it. Other than that, there are probably about three chickens and one goat here, uh, but there is another farm just across town as well. All right. Uh... How much is the cow? Uh, the cow? He's looking about 30 gold pieces. Oh my god. But he does produce... Uh, she. She can produce milk. Ooh. Well, let me just do a little research here. Uh, while Martha's b bartering for this cow and like Kicking the proverbial tires. <laughs> Not actually. <laughs> uh, I'll let someone else go while I take care of this. I need to do some research. Pastor, where are you? I'm walking with Callisto towards uh, the Skeezy's bar. Ding. In your head, you'll hear a little ding kind of go off and ring a little bit. And then you'll hear... Please hold for a representative. Cash is going to reach out and stop Callisto. What? Uh, getting one of those messages. The sending ones. But from the... Similar to the... Yes, I know, Gregory. Hold on. Hi, sir. Hello. How may I help you? Uh... You called me. Ah, shit, they never tell me when it's a callback. Um, let's see here. Can I get your name, sir? Uh, Castor Sedaris. I have a case number. It's seven. Case number seven. Thank you, sir. And how do you spell 73, that? 73, 73, 73, sorry. 
Oh, 73. Uh, you are not 83 years old. C-A-S-T-O-R. Ah, thank you, sir. And do you have your date of birth, please? Uh, somewhere on the 9th. Thank you. We didn't have that, but now we do. Wonderful. Good. All right. So, I am here to inform you that your case has been changed, as well as your status. The friend in which that you had here has left. We cannot locate him. I thought nobody leaves. Exactly. So, the reason for this call today is actually coming straight from my team lead. Where is he? How would I know? I was going to come meet you. Well, you're the one who called for him, so we figured you'd be the first one to talk to. No, I'll try to get a hold of him later. Alright, well, just so you know... They have put a 500 gold bounty on his head. Uh, head meaning dead or alive? Um, uh, let's see, let's see. Usually it's both, but sometimes it's just the one. Alive, of course. Okay, we thank you. our money if he's dead. Thank goodness. <clears throat> well, um, that's certainly a turn. Uh, would you like another case number for your day, sir? Uh, sure. 78, sir. Do I get rid of the old case number, or should I keep them both? Which was the old case number, sir? 73. Yes, keep them both. Okay. We like to have you keep useless information. Thank you. No problem. Anyway, thanks for calling. Have a lovely day. Question, Corey. Has Callisto been hearing half of this conversation this entire time? No. This is oh, in okay. my head. His head. So she's just watching she... Caster zone out. No, he's he's making like like quizzical faces like he doesn't know what in the hell to do. She's you... making those exact faces back at him. If you'd like to take a survey to, to respond... Can I hang to... up ascending? Um, unfortunately, you, you can't do at least this one because it's a, a heavier spell than what you can force away. I mean, you can attempt to if you wish to spend a spell slot to try to. No, no, I'm good. Okay, I'm good. All right. Uh, well, that was interesting. Uh, let's go get you into Skeezy Skeezy's bar. No, 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 no. Wait, what just happened? That didn't I... seem like a regular vision. It wasn't a vision. I was a sending oh. spell. Like the one I had earlier in the card when I was trying to find Matthew. Okay. Well, he went missing from the, the Lotus Eaters camp. I'm sorry, what? He got away, apparently. That's what they told me. They asked me if I'd seen him. That is either very good or very bad, and at this point I have no idea which is which. Well, they have a bounty on him. Yeah, Luckily, that makes uh, sense. Luckily alive, only. Also makes sense. Uh, I'll have to tell Martha when we get back. How? Okay. Yeah, how are we going to do that exactly? Do what? Tell Martha. I'll tell her what I was told. You know, you are so overwhelmingly honest. Is that a bad thing? No, 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 no. It's it's not a bad thing at all. It's just 
fascinating. Uh, anyway, we should get going. I'm sorry. You're, you're fine. I, you're fine. We'll get you in there. Um, when I much appreciated. When I get there, would you like me to stay relatively around in case something goes bad? Um. To be honest, it's a fifty-fifty shot. So just just don't come in the bar, but feel free to hang around. I'll I won't. scream if I need you. All right. Uh, approaching skeevies, Corey, or skeezies? Yes, sir. Um, the door will be ajar. I want to do a thing before we reach there. Um, as they're just rounding the corner, Callista's going to give him a hug. Well, Caster's going to hug back. Oh. Uh, also, going. I would have liked to have followed them, not like so, not close enough to where they notice I'm following them. Okay. Ooh, I got no. I got backup. I got backup if I need it. The bar. It's, somebody's gonna die. Oh no! It's me, Callisto, and Finn going off alone again. Somebody's dead. All right. Get there, and the door is ajar. Yes, sir. Um. Caster will take a step just a little bit closer, and cast detect magic. No magic has been used in this area. Well, he'll keep it up. Um, is it dark inside the door? Yes. Good thing I have dark vision. Okay, Calissa's gonna approach the door very cautiously. Hood up. Just full, like, just random creature with big fluffy hood. Caster will... Hold on, let me, let me actually check something really quick. I just need to double check, make sure it's not concentration. It is not. I am going to... Uh, Caster's going to pick up a small rock, cast light on it, and toss it in the door. Okay. As it passes by the front door, you'll notice three large scrapes the size of some pretty decent-sized claws. Um, fracturing the door frame and making your way inside, you'll see a couple of toppled chairs splintered into pieces. A tussle seems to have happened here, but so far, there seems to be no sign of life. Is there any sign of death? No. I'm going to give a quick, uh, just because I'm going to give a quick uh, Eyes of the Grave, which I don't have written down, but it's basically the Paladin ability, but only for undead. So any undead within 60 feet of me that aren't in complete cover would register on my senses. Okay. So Caster's all sorts of glowy right now. Caster's like, I detect magic, and then his eyes are like booming off. And So your eyes normally would glow like a bright white. It's a thick red. Callisto is slowly edging away from him, but trying to keep it subtle. Um, can she, can I, can she, um, maybe roll a survival check to just, just try and identify if those tracks are some thing or someone that she recognizes? Sure. Okay. Let's see what we got. Let's see. That's an eight. Caster will give it a shot too. You may say by this point I'm like at the door, just looking in, but not like in. 
Just watching. Sure. You mean stealth check? Yeah. My passive might mm. catch you. Um, survival? Alright. Oh, Jesus Christ. No, I don't see you with my passive, and I don't see anything with my survival check either. So that'd be a 9 for survival. Uh, and a stealth of 22. Let me see if you break. If anybody has... Down. No. 22 is insane. That's pa my passive is 14. Yeah. So now you're, you're good. You'll be able to peer in. As I'm going throughout, I will look down and notice that my bead is glowing on my necklace. Um, and I'll, I'll store that knowledge for later. Um, I'm going to look around and make sure there's nothing else that is going with magic in this this area as I'm walking slowly ahead of Callisto. Uh, as he's doing that, Callisto's going to go, uh, Skeezy, are you in here? There will be no answer. That's not good. Um, anyone alive or dying? As you guys continue inward, eventually you guys will check most of the small rooms and head from the door back. Once you get back far enough, you'll be able to see the fireplace. And right in front of it, just where some of the stones seem to have been a little bit loose in the foundation, they've been pulled to the side and a burrow has been dug. Um, this hole seems to go down underground for some for some time. Who knows how long this place, this this hole could be? Question for you, Corey. Yes. Um, from the other night. Uh, anything? Does Skeezy wear any jewelry? Anything like that? Um, I think he's got uh, two rings, maybe an earring. All right, I'll focus. I'll drop the detect magic as, as long as there's nothing glowing in the hole. Doesn't seem to be no. All right, I'll I'll drop the detect magic and I'll cast a locate object to see if I can't lo determine the location of Skeezy's ring. It is not within a thousand feet of you. Um, Corey, how can I tell how freshly? turned that earth is like how recently that burrow's been dug maybe do you want me to roll for it yeah um go ahead and do that with disadvantage because usually you can deal with natural elements things like the wind being blown in and tracks potential you know things that kind of set the time period for when it was done this is inside copy so this is gonna... a survival check yeah yeah Okay. 18. We dropped a 20 for an 18. Um, probably about an hour ago. Okay. Um, can I tell with that check how large an animal it might have been? Um, well, it did fit to the door, so it has to be under 10 feet. Okay. Cool. Um, Callisto's gonna gonna just try something on a whim. Uh, she's gonna 
wild shape into a badger. She's seen a badger before, right? Badger, okay. badger, 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 badger. <laughs> Snake. Um, okay. <laughs> I love that we all got that. Um, so she's going to try to do a badger and kind of poke her nose in the hole and, th and then just go through the hole. You're muted again. Okay. Um, Speak to so... us, oh voice of God. You can definitely and easily get down in that hole. Uh, the dark vision of this creature, which I'm sure it has, because it's a it's a cave dweller at this point. It's not showing anything, but this tunnel is is long, and it wasn't dug by something, I would say, fantastic. It looks like this thing kind of forces itself through the dirt. So, like really a worm. Big. Kind of, in a way. It's not as long as a worm. Maybe. Uh, judge it by the striations of the... So I, I get the sense this is a monster and not necessarily a beast. Maybe. Um, it could okay. be... Yeah. Basically, as I'm going, I'm trying to figure out, was this a wild-shaped person or was this, like, a creature? I don't know how I would be able to tell that, but druid shit, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going to keep going down the hole until I find something. Okay, so you will go quite a ways. Um, this will probably continue for about another 20 minutes. Uh, if it would have been that long, Caster would have pop down and started following. Like, he's not going to leave her in a hole by herself for 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah like, probably pro after two minutes. I would also probably, after two minutes after he went, I would have gone in as well and gone down the hole. Go ahead and give me a D100, please. Who? Callisto. Let's see. Okay. Okay. Finn, you could have picked up the light rock just so you know. So you had something to see in there with. I don't want y'all to know I'm there. I mean, <laughs> I think he said this cave was dark. Like pitch. Well, if, if it is too dark, I would cast dancing lights low enough to where I wouldn't, y'all wouldn't be able to tell I'm following. I'm just trying to imagine that. Like, is this is this path windy? In the cave? Yeah. A bit. I mean, it's not a straight shot. I mean, it has probably about 40 to 50 foot passages, which could be considered straights, and then a few winds, and then another 40 foot passage, and then a few winds. Like, if it gets to the point where, like, it's going to be obvious I'm following, I just, I would just catch up to Caster. 
I just thought of a very specific TikTok while Corey's looking at things, where it's like a group of people who are just going in a mine, and it's just like, hole, 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 hole. I'll send it to you guys. It's really funny. Well, Caster notices that Finn catches up with them. He'll say, we should run ahead and catch up with her. Don't you think we should probably not be doing this again? She's already too far ahead. I can't get a hold of her unless you can. No, but first sign of trouble, we get out of here. Yes, agreed. I would like to point out that the badger's speed is 20 feet. So we'll catch up pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. We'll start mechanically dashing after her. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I mean, eventually you guys are going to start getting to a part of the cave where things are going to start to seem a little unstable. And you're going to get uh, a couple of steps and you'll see kind of like a stalag. Well, not really a stalagmite, but a bit of dirt and, and stone just kind of drop from the, the ceiling and kind of land in front of you. A very close call, actually, but... Um, you survive. And then you hear this really low growl. And it's unexcribable because it's not like most creatures. You know, you don't hear like a hollowed, like a dragon. It's more of like a click at the end of each of this, this like rolling growl. kind of something more or less like kind of boom against the walls uh, give me one second did we catch up to Callisto? yes I would say Okay. because at this point you, you guys have just pretty much caught up to it and yeah I'm just trying to get something that I can use I want it to be recognizable. I'm going to call it. This is going to be my death again. Hey, hey, maybe we can switch things up and have it be my death. Um, nope. <laughs> I, I'm i going to call it right now. I think it's a bug. Oh, it's definitely you something it's a bug like. I think it's a bug based on the clicking noise. So go ahead and um, place your characters on this map that I've provided. Because this is the corridor in which you're walking. Large dirt slash stone roughness. I love how... Uh, sorry. No, that's okay. I, I was just going to say, I love how Finn, in, in this whole thing so far, has been like, Oh my god, my friend just exploded along with all the goats in the cart. I'm going to go snoop after these two. Well, <laughs> to be fair, I probably didn't see you go snooping. I mean, explode. I went right after them. I'm doing my best, y'all. I don't know why it's not adding my token. I promise there is an attempt being made. There it is. Thank you, whoever put it on there. I get you. Thank you, Kari. So go ahead and place your guys about where you would be 
um, if, if this was like the very edge of you guys traveling. Uh, yeah, we, yeah, I'd say about there. All right. Now I'm going to reveal ahead of you exactly what you're going to see kind of looming in just the, uh, the very back of the darkness of what is this, this tunnel. And we need a snippet of it. This is Snoot. I'm so curious. That's a large economy size Snoot. Can you give us some information about what we see? You're muted. It looks very rigid, for one. It's kind of hard to tell the material of what it's made out of. Can you hear her in the background? Talking? No. Okay. Um, it's, its surface is somewhat smooth, but it has points and ridges to it, and it's kind of in a small dome shape that continues up over the creature. And two very narrow eye passageways, but with the light the way it is, you can't see the eyeballs. God, Dust just wants to attack it, but Finn would be like... Caster's going to put a hand down on the badger and start, like, pushing her back. Uh, I am technically a tiny creature. Can I, like, crawl up on his shoulder? Who's? Casters. Sure. Cool, I'm gonna do that. Alright. Uh, does the path appear to go any further, or is it just in there? Hard to know past that thing. Alright, so I got... Okay. Um, Caster is going to start... He's gonna, like motion to Finn to start backing up slowly. Give me some stealth rolls, everyone. Not stealth. Ah, oh, couldn't have been still couldn't have been good. Mm-hmm. Wait, I have heavy armor? Apparently. I don't think I do. Okay. So our totals are a 14 for Dust, an 18 for Caster, and a 3 for Callisto. DC was 16. God. So as you guys start getting away, it feels kind of safe for about 10, 20 feet. Let me go ahead and move you just a little bit. Oh, no, that is not the tool that I want. It's a cave-in. Well, it could be. I mean, you know, uh, maybe about here. And then you'll hear the cry of a creature that shrills your bones. Because it has that raspy tightness as like Godzilla when it screams. But a deep throat kind of gurgle underneath of it that rattles the ground underneath of you as you see the stones kind of 
jumping as if there's a stampede coming. And there is. So give me one moment. Boom. I may have girl bossed a bit too close to the sun. That's just a repeat. Alright, let's see how far. Yes, it can. Oh, God. Alright. Alright, so it's going to give this price tag. One, because it was partially hidden. You did know its location, but not its size. It is a large, if not huge, creature. Uh, let me see. Oh, this is this Dex. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's a six. So it didn't do great on initiative after its surprise attack, but yay. Okay, so. So, it is going to attempt to bite each of you as it kind of rear-ends you. Because um, it does get... It only gets one. So, let's do... Callisto! It's going to try to bite at you. How many of the badges got like amazing AC? 20 to hit. Not that much. Yeah, that hits. Okay. That is 25 damage. Ouch. Are you still a badger? No, uh, a badger has three hit points. I am no longer a badger. So Callisto is sitting on Caster's shoulders, gets bit, and like pops back to herself and falls off. All right. So <clears throat> with that, we are in combat now. I'm gonna pull this thing back because it really only could move thirty-five. It can't be in your space. Uh, that would make it from descending Finn, Callisto, Caster, and the creature. This flames familiar. Don't you be mad at me. I see you saying my name, Corey. Finn, what are you going to do? Okay. Not He's mad, I'm... Otherwise emotional. He's gonna shout out like we need to we need to leave and he's gonna cast dissonant whispers at level two at at the creature. That's a good move. Has to make a wisdom fifteen. I knew it was a bullet. Also, I have microwave mac and cheese. Uh, it takes half damage, so it, it's a uh, f uh, seven. 
and it doesn't move away. And I will use my entire movement. Now what? I will ready. Go. You can't. That's not in his character. He will ready. I can't ready in action. I will move ten feet this way. And and wait for y'all to start moving, and that's my turn. Know it, know it. Bonus action, uh, inspire uh, Callisto with a bardic inspiration. So you, that's my turn. Callisto. Okay. Um, seeing this, and immediately. Realizing this is a repeat of something that had happened before, um, she is going to cast Entangle uh, and try and get it to slow down so she has a chance to run uh, without taking an op attack of opportunity. I don't know if that would actually work. Sprout from the ground, straight into the face. Duration of the creature, the area must succeed as strength saving throw. Be oh, good. Yes, yes. It's, a, it's a 14 saving throw. Okay. So it will become entangled for now. Nice. Restrained okay. means it does have a disadvantage on its attack, so there's that. That is true. Uh, and once it is entangled, she is going to start running for her life. Uh, as far as she can in her tiefling form. She's not even going to bother wild shaping. Uh, just move all 30 feet. There we go. I love that you have a bush mini on the map. <laughs> the entangle. Caster. Caster is going to cast a spell, and no. yes, say it isn't so. I wouldn't have guessed. Spirit Guardians. So, I have a circle of 15 feet around me that my friends are immune from. Uh, angelic little creatures come out from me and they attack people uh any creature uh, coming into that 15 feet of me it's difficult terrain php yeah i think it's PH it's either php or it's xanathar's but i believe it, it is php Let me it'd be php it. if it's um if it's in roll 20 could be xanathar's because i don't Xanathars. I've added Spirit Guardians to, uh, whatchamacallit, to, uh, Mode. I'm, mute I'm fucking with you. 
Caster has never been a dick in his entire time. I'm not going to continue that joke. Caster is a good. But there boy. was more to Thank it. you, Martha. He's Caster an okay is an person. <laughs> Caster is a good boy. He's just he's just fallen on hard times, like you do. I think we can permanently outrun this thing. By the way. Oh, more than likely. I like how you use that spell as a retardant rather than an offensive spell. Yes. I'm, I'm having problems just reading it. So I have a 15-foot aura around me that does damage when the creature enters it and also becomes difficult terrain. So it takes double the movement speed to move. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And um, it uh, takes 3d8. Uh, it's got to make a wisdom save. Here's the thing: uh, we we don't we're not thinking about it. Could probably burrow. It's still affected by difficult terrain. It goes under it. It's a uh, 15 feet around me, so all directions. It's also restrained by plants. Corey, you are muted. Well, first, on its turn, it is going well, to... It's not its turn yet. And I was I haven't moved yet. I was okay. I was moving, and I wanted to see if it succeeded its save. Wait, isn't it if it starts its turn there, which it hasn't done yet? Any part of the thing when it enters is difficult terrain. When it comes into the area... It takes but, the damage. But it hasn't ah. done that because it hasn't moved yet. I'm confused. What he's trying to do is get it to double dip. Unfortunately, I'm going to roll that's a no. I'm not trying to... Oh, it's just... Uh, You're trying to get it to take the effect the moment you cast it and then run away so that on its turn, when it runs forward, it will take more damage. Because it will enter your 15 feet. Twice. Okay. By your calculations. No, I wasn't even trying to do that. I was just trying to get out of there. I don't even know if... It can... Oh, no, it'll enter the 15 feet on the second turn. I don't think it can get to us, though. Hopefully. Because this is going to pose a question for me that I'm going to have to look up. Let's see. That is 20 feet there. That's in his area. And then he is going to chomp at Finn. Did he, did he break free from the entangle? Yes, he did. He rolled a 21. Ah. It's okay. That'll end its turn. Uh, second verse, same as the first. Dissonant whispers, level two. Wisdom save. Yep. That's four. Okay, he takes 12, and he must use his reaction to move as far away from me as possible. It burrows. And I use all 30 feet of my movement to get the hell out of here. 
Oh, good job, guys. You'll continue running because you still have another 20 minutes to go in that cave. Yeah, we're going to uh, yeah. run. Just running for our lives. Yep. Is it wide enough of a tunnel that I can turn into a dire wolf and carry them both? Can I carry them both as a dire wolf? Okay. No, well, then I'm just going to run as me. Your weight limit. That's um, fair. Do we want to... I think I can bring this cape down with a, a shatter. Don't do, do it with us in it. Nope. Okay. okay. Yeah, let's let's, just, let's do it at the end of the tunnel. This spell lasts for ten minutes, so let's just run. Also, no, I can't. I I don't have any higher spell slots anymore. I'm gonna concentrate on the spell the whole time. Uh, I will throw Callisto a healing word on the way, because it's a bonus action. We will eventually exit. Anything change about the room that we exit into? Nope. Okay. Uh, is definitely running the fuck out of there. Um, up to you guys if you follow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. As we're running, like, as soon as we, like, leave the building, Finn's gonna say, the hell were you two thinking? I just followed her to keep her safe. I was thinking there might be bodies at the end of the tunnel. Shoot me. This literally was almost a, a second uh, a, a repeating of what happened last time. Except y'all didn't know I was here. It could have been a lot worse. This time we ran at the site of danger, at least. The cave will crumble, and you guys will hear the kind of floor kind of sink in as every kind of thing fills in, almost leaving no trace of the cave. Yes, but what if what if we weren't able to? What if, what if y'all couldn't? He's got a point. Yeah, yeah, you have a point, I suppose. Shoot me for trying to do some good. I'm not going to blame you for trying to do good, but at the first sight of how that building looked, you should have came back and got us all. We can't keep rushing into danger like this. Now he's going right. to walk off. Cut her, cut her some slack, Finn. No, no, he has a point. He walked off by, by that point. He's got a point, Caster. It's it's fine. He's right. I have a tendency to rush into things without thinking. We, we all do. do. <sighs> I wish I could help you somehow, but I... My magics are limited. I can't find Skeezy. I can't it's find fine. anyone. We, Corey, we didn't see any bodies in here, right? Nope. Okay, cool. Callista's going to say, I'm going to go look and see if I can find Skeezy. If he's anywhere, I don't know. I'll accompany you. No. None of us should be left alone right now. Everything bad keeps happening. 
Then go hang out with Finn. If Finn's with Zareth and Soot. I'm not going to run into danger. Just go. You might find danger on accident. Leave me alone, Caster. Caster will just turn and go. Callisto's gonna do a do a perimeter around the bar and take a look and see if she can find anything and then just kind of wallow in self-pity for a while. Take Finn's words to heart. Let's go ahead and move on back here with Zer. Because I'm kind of wondering what's going to... Because, like, explosion, of course. How does one recover from that? Martha. She's still petting this cow and looking it over. She's been window shopping for 20 minutes. This farmer is probably starting to get annoyed with her. Not really. This farmer is just chilling. He's on his own time. What is it, sweetheart? I was just wondering if you happen to have any extra materials for uh, materials. Uh, Ingredients for a second sandwich. I'm kind of hungry after the explosion. And and I wanted to talk to you since we're the only ones here and so it's indisposed. Absolutely, sweetheart. I'll be right back. I think I can manage finding it from where I saw you take it the last time. I'll I'll keep everything in order. All right, sweetheart. He's going to go and make himself a sandwich and come back. And over the railing of the cart, he's going to continue talking to, to, to Martha. Martha, I... I don't suppose you've ever come across anything like a... You see, it was in the form of a mouse. The 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 bomb. The explosion. I don't suppose you have any idea about panics or sprockets or that kind of thing. I just... I, I'm, I'm not... I'm afraid uh, not, sweetheart. I'm sorry. You happen to find anything peculiar around the cart when you were cleaning up? DM, did she find anything peculiar around the cart while cleaning up? Uh, several glass shards um, attached to an invention that you slowly piece together may have been attached to Matthew. It's something he made back in the old days. Um, back when he was part of, you know, them. Um, something that he gave them the patent to. Well, um, I I actually do know it. It's something, I, I hate to say it, something Maddie used to make back when we were doing questionable things. Uh, he gave the patent to them, but... Oh, but he was always a tinkerer. 
that that was the 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 lotus eaters or the 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 gilded skull keepers or that's not the the shadowed blade or the hooded blade or I I am so mixed up in all of this and I think some of the chemicals may have gotten into my blood because this this isn't making any sense. Um, of course, I'm not mad. I'm I'm not angry, Martha. Thank you for telling me the truth. Um, in fact, this might end up saving me. Now that I'm on my guard again, I might be expecting a third assassination tap yet. Attempt yet. Perhaps. Now, I'm just guessing. If they had access to this, it might... You, the Gilded Skull Keepers might have been the one that put the bounty on your head. If I had to guess. So, one organization hiring another. That's interesting. This is useful, Martha. Thank you. You're welcome, sweetheart. We can definitely talk about this more when we get more information north. Right. I'm going to um, take the handful of scraps and parts um, that I picked up, and I'm actually going to give it give them to Martha. And I'm going to say, I I can tell you're smarter than I am. The assassin can probably tell that they're smarter than I am. Maybe there's some kind of monogram or signature amongst these parts that you can piece together. But for now, I think I'm going to work on repairing the cart so we can get out of Tansom as soon as possible. Right, and I need to possibly purchase this cow if this lovely gentleman's willing to lower the price a bit. She looks to the farmer. That's her eyelashes. I don't know about that. Thirty gold. I, I take good care of her. I, I understand, sir, but um, her name is Beauty because she's sweet. She is a sweetheart, but you have to know that thirty gold is a lot for a cow. Well, she is a good cow. She give you milk. Hmm. Well, I think I am going to see what the other farm is offering instead. Would that be... All right. When you come coming back, she'll be 40. You're kidding. Yeah, no, she'll still be 30. I'm just fucking with you. But you, you'll probably be back. <laughs> she is a beaut. She is. She's worth every penny. Copper. Currency, that's the thing. Mm -hmm. All right, she's going to head to the other farm and see what they have available. As much as she loves that cow, 30 gold is a lot. <laughs> ducks. Um, lots of them. Geese, gooses, ducks, 
the other farm has quite a large pond. Uh, they deal with a couple of different fish, including a this this weird looking oriented green and black koi um, with solid like emerald eyes, like flecks of green through like a black body. <clears throat> seems to be the biggest thing here. It seems to be like a special cell here. Um, they do have a llama and two goats, one of which is still an infant. They Ooh, do they don't... have a dire goose? Please tell me they have a dire goose. Unfortunately. The, the one thing I think that they have that is kind of out of the ordinary is they have a... Um... They have this, like, really large boar. It's somewhere in between just, like, a regular boar and a dyer. Because it's not quite large enough to be a dyer. So it looks like maybe a mixed breed between a dyer and a regular boar. Um, but this thing is just plunk. It eats everything. Chubby. How much is the boar? If you were to ask, they would offer probably around 35 gold for him. Mostly because if they were to at least sell him to a butcher, they could probably get 40 gold for the meat. And that would last them a while. Well, while. time to go back to the other. There's no other farms, are there? Just the one. In this place. <sighs> She'll drag her feet back. <laughs> All right. Walk back across town. Uh, eventually you'll find the farmer uh, who is currently milking said cow. Um, just making sure she's upkept and you know, taken care of. Uh, she's had a brushing since you've left. Uh, a nice bow tie in the hair. Uh, it's mostly just made out of some simple fabric. It's nothing special. And it had plenty of water, and it looks like he fed her early before the rest of the cattles. And that's the only cow he has. Yes. Well, the only one that would be useful to you. The other ones are just pure milk. They don't pull. Well, sir, uh, how would you do for 25? Would that be a persuasion? I would, yeah, probably. I would say that would be a persuasion. Let's see what we get. That's a 10. <laughs> that is a 10. All right. <clears throat> I'll do. How about this? Let's do 20 gold in straight gold, right? Currency. And mm -hmm. then we'll do a trade. Of an item worth 10 gold, potentially. Does that sound fair? <clears throat> I'm worth 10 gold. Let me see what I have, sweetheart. Um, Time to go looking. Oh, she has... Oh. In her wagon, she has a bottle of wine. How much would you say that bottle of wine is worth? I'll leave that up to you, DM. Um, do you know where she got it from? It's, well, given how old she is, it's an old bottle of wine. <laughs> um, 
on a good market, maybe 25 gold. How about this? Uh, the Cal 4 25 gold bottle of wine. Really nice. Got it in. Let's just choose a random place. You know what? Let's just say Pulpa. <laughs> Throw in a single gold for sales tax, and I will agree. All righty. You have yourself a deal. And Thank her you. name is Beauty, correct? Well, I call her that. You can call her whatever you like. Her real name is Petunia, but she don't like that. Uh-uh. Beauty it is. All right. So uh, she's been fed, watered down, brushed, taken care of. She's fully ready to go. Uh, there is a sack of about a day's worth of food for her at the gate. Take that with you. Now, do you know where I could get some more food for her? Oh, she mostly graze. Uh, I'll right. supply it just in case, you know, you end up emergencies. going to the deserts or... All right. And how many... No grasses. How many days worth of food? Did you say it was? Oh, that judges be a day. She'll eat through that. Trees are biggin'. <laughs> well, pleasure doing business with you, sir. You too. I have a lovely day. And he'll walk back to the farm. Well, hello there, beauty. Aren't you a gorgeous girl? You're going well, to girl. You're going to do just fine. Mm -hmm. Let's not tell her what happened to the last ones. Uh, all right. She'll return to the cart with their new lovely cow. Who has a name now? Um, all right. In the meanwhile, could I... Can I ask what it might take to make those repairs to the cart? Um, it shouldn't um, take too long. I don't, did we go over the extents of the damage? No. Okay. So because this is mostly like a shrapnel bomb, um, okay. the most that you're going to have damage-wise for the cart is a little bit of searing for the paint. So you should be a little soot, some darkness. Um, and maybe some scrap metal scraps or like pieces inside. So you can just kind of like pull them out a little bit, sand it down, repaint. Um, it's about all she'll need. Uh, it shouldn't oh. do anything structure wise. So, like, uh, not even a check really, just some time and elbow oh, grease. Might be um, about a two hour job. Okay. Um, at the end of that, I'm going to go around to Martha and our new cow. And I'm going to say, Martha! She is spectacular. I know. Uh, I had to give up an old bottle of wine. I was saving it for a special occasion, but I think this is more important right now. I think you're right. I think we need to get going as soon as possible. For that to happen, though, I need to ask you a favor. Mm-hmm. 
I'm quite perceptive on a normal day, but when it comes to small details, especially things that can have a mechanical impact, I don't have as sharp as an eye. Would you be able to give me a run, like, help me give me a rundown of the entire cart to make sure nothing else was sabotaged? Of course, sweetheart. Let's take a look-see. And, um, I have a negative one to investigation, so I'm gonna assume that I am helping Martha. Alright, let's roll investigation. I have a zero in investigation. And that is an 18. 18. I am okay with that. Um, what we do? Uh, do we do a plus three? Is this... Yeah, plus three for advantage. Three. Sorry, my brain. Okay, so 18, 19, 20, 21. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's a full 21. Looking over most of the rest of the card, everything's fine. You do find that one of the bearings on the other. Uh, cart needs replaced. That's just a wear and tear thing. That's easily done. Um, you might even be able to mend something in in metal with that over a fire. Well, not a fire, but a forge. Probably roughly like ten twenty minutes. Uh, just to replace the piece. Um, there is. I wouldn't say anything else. Just mostly wear and tear. Yeah. Other than needing a new, needing to up. Grade that bearing. That shouldn't take long. Not sure how much it will cost, though. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll give you this gold, and I'll fish out five gold from my pocket. If, and only if, Castro needs anything, because I believe he's good at this sort of thing, he might be able to mend it with some scraps of metal. I've seen him do it before. Um... I'd like the gold back if that's not a problem. Um, Just keep it on you for now, sweetheart. If he needs it, you can give it to him then. Would you guys be heading back at this point? Yeah, I would say. Oh, yeah, I'd say we'd, if they, if he's already done repairing the cart, we would have probably been back already. Yeah, I'd say Finn would be a few minutes earlier because he that's walked time. Off. So at this point, because you did say you did want to repair the, sh- the, the cart, right? So you spent that time. Yeah, the elbow grease and taking out the shrapnel would probably take about 20 minutes, I'm assuming, so it all lines up. Yeah, so they'll do that. Yeah, I kind of... Sorry. Castro will come back with following in Finn's footsteps, because Finn left a uh, minute or so earlier. But he'll he'll look... Castro looks a little dejected. There's been a lot that's gone wrong with him in the past 20 minutes. And, uh... He'll look to you, Zareth, and give you a smile and a nod. Do you need help with anything to get us out of this city? I want to go. Actually, I was just about to hitch up the cow. We have a cow, by the way. Um, But you might be our guardian angel. Um, We need a bearing mended, but other than that, the cart looks completely sound and ready to take off. We can leave... Perhaps in minutes, if you're able to mend the bearing properly. Caster will take a strip of metal out of his pack, because I literally have written down five strips of metal. Um, He'll take a strip of metal out of his pack, and he will begin 
to cast a mending spell to attempt to fix the bearing. And you'll uh, you'll notice when you call him the guardian angel, he he looks a little dejected about that. He seems a little off. Uh, Corey, does it work? Mending? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you'll kind of kneel down. You'll see a strip kind of mold into a form, and you'll, you'll kind of see it kind of converge and repair. Give it a good old spin, because it's a bearing. Make sure everything works. As best as you can, because it's still in the cart. Yeah. Um, so just kind of, like, wheel it about a quarter of a centimeter each way, and it seems to be all right. Mm, that should do it. Well... All there is is to wait for Callisto, and we can be off. Yep. There you go. I had faith in you, Caster. Thank you. More than I have right now. By the way, Caster, I, I was mean to ask. I, I know last time didn't go quite how we expected, but could you see if the Lotus Ears would at least let me get a message to Matthew? Uh, well, two things. I can't do that today. I don't have any more spells capable of doing such magic and right. two they sent me a message back saying that he escaped the lotus eaters camp I i'm sorry what they sent a message saying that he escaped the lotus eaters camp and they asked if i had heard from him because i was the one who called about him and i, I said of course i haven't because how would i he doesn't know me oh um, god there's a bounty out for him does um, anyone else know the sending spell I do, but I have not seen Matthew, and I also had to use a lot of my spell slots just recently. We were attacked. You were attacked? Yes. We had gone to Skeezy's bar because Callisto had met with some of her family during Martha's sermon. And uh, they said they'd be staying there. And when she couldn't get in, she came back to get me. I went there. I didn't know Finn had followed. Um, the room had been torn open, and there was a burrowing under by the fireplace. None of them, none of her family, her fiancé, her friend or skeezy were in there. And we tried to locate them. We went down the hole, which was not very bright, but... She went down to look, make sure there were no bodies. We followed after her. We were attacked by some large armored creature that burrowed and bit pretty hard. Um, oh, I think I've seen one of those before. Nasty things. We we ran. We didn't stay Very and try smart, to fight. honey. Very smart. But I cast one of my spells in there, and it was very fiendish. It's okay, honey. There's more to a person than appearances. But I'm not an evil person. She aren't. Oh. Neither was that... my husband, but he looks questionably that's the... evil. That's the I'll way that honest. spell works. The way that spell works is based on who's using it. Caster, sweetie, you are one of the sweetest men I know. And my eyes were glowing red when I was trying to see if there were any undead. Caster, however your abilities work, I know one thing is that they are granted by a god, correct? Yes. 
well, perhaps it's just that some god has taken you under his or her favor, under his or her wing, so to speak. You don't have any control over that. Don't I? Well, perhaps if you attract the favor of a different god who has the power to wrest contractual obligations over your magical abilities, then... You could always go through the ceremony to be one of Mordebjorn's. Uh, it's a bit painful, though. I mean, you... It, it's like Zara said, you, you've had a chance to switch before. I didn't have a chance to switch before. Whatever happened was taken from me. Nobody can take your faith from you. Exactly. So we'll just take it back when we get the, when we find out how. I don't like it. It makes me not want to cast my spells. It doesn't change you. It doesn't change how your friends view you. Right? I look around. Finn's going to put his hands on Caster's shoulder and, like, have him stare at him. You are not your faith. You are Caster Sedare. The actions you choose is who you are. Remember that. All of us. Even the new cow. We have a new cow, you see. She is a fantastic cow. And isn't she a good girl? Also, I totally forgot I chose this eldritch I mean, uh, clerical invocation. <laughs> What's a clerical invocation, Martha? I've never heard of such a thing. It, it's just something Mortebjorn gave me to talk to uh, animals. I, I don't use it often because, I'll be honest, clumsy me, I forget. That's a good enough reason. That, check, that, that checks with Caster enough because he knows about domain spells, so... He's seen her magics before, and he's like, I've never seen that spell, but, you know, whatever. Finn will raise an eye, though. Who's a good cow? You're a good cow. Finn's gonna be, like, almost shaking Caster, like, slowly. It's like, just telling him the same thing over. It's like, just because you don't glow as much does not make you're still not Caster. It I don't glow at all anymore, Finn. Be that as it may, you are still you. And like Sarah says, we are still your friends and we will support you. And we will find a way to fix this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell lot. you something that I told you not too long ago, but it was a while. You need to hear it again. Terminology aside, exact specifications of creatures and analytics and what have you. You, Caster, are an angel of good. I'll nod his head. Good. You all keep calling him an angel. So perhaps that's putting a little too much on his shoulders. I don't know. I just would like to leave. Yeah, we bad, need bad to things have happened here. We and we need to get out so that Jason can get free. And I need to sleep so that I can All try right, to everyone, send Matthew again. Yes, everyone, get back in the cart. Um, Still need Callisto. 
Oh, dear. She was by Steezy's last time. The green-haired guy is still going to sit and wait for midnight. You'll get your chance. He's not, He's not like, I'm just letting you know that he's still present. Castro will say that anyway. You'll get your chance. I'll just kind of look up from nowhere. Like, Coo? Uh, Castor, do you want to go get her, or should should uh, I? Should I? I? I should probably. Probably you, Martha. She wasn't very happy with me. Oh dear, it's okay. Everyone has squabbles now and again. She sort of gently pats your chest. You'll be okay. How about this? You two have your time in the cart. Such will be available if there is an emergency. But I'm going to go with Martha. However, when we find Callisto, I'll stand back. I'll let you two have your girl moment. I just, I, I don't believe in separating into ones at this point. Does that make sense, Martha? Yes. yes Let's yes. go. Oh, I wonder what's upset her. I mean, I think I know, but... Oh, dear. I, I can imagine it's something to do with finding her family and then having this refuge that they were staying at ripped apart. Um, you know, that's... Uh... In fact, we have to go. I know Finn, do you want to play cards? I was just going to suggest the same thing. We could teach the cow how to. Let's do it. So... What I want to do is, is kind of pause from here for a moment. Because I want to go over to Callisto. Because you've been wandering for a bit, and, and even I don't know where you currently are at. So uh, Yeah, um, I was going to say, she's been kind of wandering around uh, Skeezy's tavern, trying to find... At first it was Skeezy, and then just anybody who might know anything about what happened. Um so yeah, she's she's got her hood up. She's still keeping low. Um, she hasn't gone far, but do you think are she would have found anybody? Are you like asking people on the road, or like, hey, have you seen Skeezy? Or... Yeah, yeah, Go I think I'd be asking investigation. People. Okay. That's nine. So, most people seem to think that Skeezy left town yesterday. Um, he was on the road headed to a business proposal east. That's strange. Oh, whoever I'm talking to, I'll just be like, that's odd, I thought I saw him today. You sure? What people around town tell me? Huh. All right. Uh, thank you for I your time. The last week's info. Sorry. No, it's all right. Don't don't worry about it. Thank you for your time. Um, mm -hmm. a question. Who? It might be the same person. Might be someone else. Um, have you seen uh a blue tiefling around? Kind of horns like me, a little bit. Uh, um. Yeah, I was in cathedral about uh, twenty minutes ago. Oh, in the cathedral. Okay. 
Him and him and another tiefling, actually. Isn't yeah. It? Okay, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And I am going to slowly head for the cathedral, kind of dreading what I'm going to find, but heading that way. So as Regardless. you're heading there, you'll you'll kind of hear these uh, very very heavy meditational kind of musics is a couple of flutes are being played. You've got some wind chimes in the background and you've got people kind of chanting in the main area. And um, there seems to be a quick sermon on the crystal going on uh, again. So that, that large corridor, a uh, lot of people, um, most of the crystal followers are here. Other people are still kind of doing the thing outside of town. But this is their moment. And back in the back at the main podium is, of course, the, the priest, the high priest. Um, so he's just doing most of his sermon. Um, and this passage, it seems today, is is about the blunder and the fall of Kodia and the birth of a new beginning, basically. And he, and he kind of goes about, you know, when Kodia came back from the crystal, you know, there were people persecuting him, saying that just because he was immortal now, he was no longer human. He couldn't be trusted. He was no different than the monsters that they would see in the woods. He was banished at that point. And he talked about the uh, the restart for Kodia, how he in turn left his, his village and, and traveled for a while. Uh, but in the back of the cathedral, while all that is going on, all that information is just kind of going out, you will see in the back two seats, two familiar faces. Um, and I wish I had their photos ready currently, but I, I uh, do you have their photos currently ready? Um, I can copy them. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming this is, this is Damien and RK. Mm-hmm. Okay. Give me a sec. I got you. Uh, we, Damien's already in there. So I'll just, I'll just find RK. Okay. Uh, in game info. That way we know. So you're going to see. He's nice... green. Yeah, a, a, like a lighter green teal. Actually, let me see, because I think I just found it. Oh, did you? I think so. Okay. Yes. All right. <laughs> It'll be a brief, a brief today. So, actually, here we go. Boom. My boy. Uh, put it on. Let me check something real quick. Like, why is it over here? And I don't understand why it's over there. Yeah, there it is. There's the patterns. There's the details. All right. Sorry, I just need to verify. It's a shame that's her uncle, because I'd go for the blue one. <laughs> okay, I do. At some point, I do want to tell you guys. Yeah, right. At some point, I do want to tell you guys where I got all of these arts because they some of them are from Pinterest, but some of them are from very specific sources. So, is as you've kind of noticed when when you last saw him, his horns have kind of developed a little bit more, um, and since the accident, uh, he's he's not got a scar. It's relatively a little bit more noticeable, um, and he is still missing a chip in his ear. Um, but let me go ahead and give you the new look for him. 
gotten a little bit more pale. All right, then. It Wait, his hair went white? He's gone through an event. Yes. Yes. He's going to be carrying with him a bag you haven't seen yet. And a book. Doesn't quite look right. Can I roll insight and see if he's still the same person? Because I feel like with that much change, she would be like, that's not my fiance. A little bit. I, I couldn't change the eyes. His eyes are still the same. I couldn't. Did it come up? Oh, there we go. 20, 26. Same mannerisms. Um, you know you've been around when he jokes, when he can laugh. And even though the sermon's going on, he and your uncle are talking. And there is a latency of sadness to him constantly. I mean, you, for all three of you, really. You've lost your people. Um, but through the mannerisms, who he is how he talks, the way he gets along with people. It's him, without a doubt. Okay, so it's not like a Damien situation where he's lost his memories. Yes. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm going to hang back and just listen to the sermon. I'll approach them later. But uh, maybe Martha and Sir can catch up. I don't know. Uh, let me... Because they are going to notice you, and, and I, I, I want to spotlight this for a bit. Um, I know it's going to take a little bit longer than some, but um, I think I don't want to keep splitting from this because this could be kind of important. Eventually, they're going to notice you, and they'll, they'll kind of stop talking. This sermon really isn't for them. They're just kind of here waiting um, for a bit or, or passing time or something. So they're going to get up, and they're going to come towards you. Of course, your uncle coming first. She's got her hood up still. Did I give your uncle a voice? I believe you made him Scottish. Oh, he was a bit like this. Yes, there you go. Hey, hey Crystal. Uh, hi. And How she is you? not looking at him. She's just looking at RK. Listen, he's um, he's different. Right? But I still him. Okay? I know. I know it is. Just remember. I'm gonna take a step back. She is going to step forward. And just kinda come up. Does he is he looking at her? Mm -hmm. Okay. She's gonna step forward. And just say, in Druidic. Hi. Um. Hi. It's been a while. Um, About two months, yeah. No, one month. So much for that deposit on the wedding cake, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um. Hi. You're alive. How did that happen? I arose. 
What do you I, mean? Um, He's going to kind of look around and look to your uncle. And he's going to kind of pull you guys a little bit farther into the corner. Well, uh, I'm not a druid anymore. Okay. Uh, after everything happened, everyone died. I, I went through a lot. Thought everyone was dead, including you. I became a necromancer. I um, was born into it, in a way. It chose me. I'm a, I'm a white caster. Callisto's eyebrows go straight up into her bangs. It just says. Um, oh, okay. That is a lot. What do you mean you were born into it? Well, it's more like I died into it. Um, one second. It said you're dying. I gotta plug it in, plug it in. Alright, um, you see... No one who was ever a necromancer really chooses it unless you go dark. The whites are born because they're given a second chance by someone. We are now here to help the souls find a happy end. To reach the end. I believe this gift was given to me from a deity. Okay. But not directly. Uh, you know, it's not like I was like, oh... Holy one, you know, shine me with your wrath. Yeah, yeah, that, that makes sense. So I'm looking for Harvestrum. You think Harvestrum did this? He is the god of death. Yeah, that, that that's fair. I'm I'm sorry, this is a lot to take in. Um Okay. I'm gonna casually assume you don't know if anyone else survived besides us. No. But we have come across something. What do you mean? He's going to pull a page out of his jacket. It's from one of the old druidic rune books back home. And there's a page called Mass Resurrection. Now, it's not a spell scroll. But it outlines the potential ability to resurrect your entire family. You just need to use every bit of power from the crystal that just fell. Callista's just going to stare at it in shock for a little while and say, where did you find this? It was in the Sage's Hut. So what you're saying is that you and I both went back to the hut and found something and she pulls out her mother's staff and we didn't run into each other. Mine may have occurred past yours. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, when I first woke up, I was about three weeks decayed. Oh, good Lord. Okay. Um, 
He kind of motions to his scar and his hair. Yeah, and she she notices. Um, came back in kind of cool though, huh? Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, do you mind if I give you a hug? No, it's fine. Just um, don't freak out if you feel the skeletons. I will do my best, and she just goes up and wraps him and Damien um, into the tightest hug she has ever given somebody. On his uh, back, you see kind of this more half duffel bag, half back kind of thing. Uh, Half duffel bag, half backpack kind of situation. And at the very top, there is this leather fabric and you can see kind of fold out a bit and deep inside there is like this bright white uh, petrified bone inside amongst others she does her best not to be deeply unsettled um but just lets it go hugs him and pulls back and says um well i i like what you've done with your hair at least I don't know if that's intentional. Is that intentional? No. Uh, my hair was the first thing to go when I died. So. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Well, I'm I'm glad you're alive. I guess a lot of things have changed about you. Not a lot for me. I'm still just me. As usual. No, you're sage now. No, I'm not. You'll last the bloodline. That doesn't make me sage, and you know it. There's a lot other more that goes into it. Until we can get everyone back. <sighs> I haven't gone through the ritual, and if my mother and Rieka are dead, I can't. They're the only ones who knew it. So, there is no sage, RK. Well, uh, not unless we can get this spell off. Yeah, and then it is Rieka. Or my mother, if she comes back. I don't know. thing is, you're still in Bloodline. There's still hope. And yeah, that means there's sure. a potential sage, even if you're not a full sage. Sure. We'll, we'll go with that. Besides, we all know Rieka wasn't interested in anybody, so my kids are... our kids. My kids? I don't know. Sorry, I. Yeah. Um. Whatever children you or I or somebody has that is related to my family, uh, they'll kind of look over your shoulder a bit towards the wall, and then just kind of shake his head back and forth, and then look back to you. Why? Why are we staring at the wall? There's no reason. Kitty. I see dead things. What? Oh, wait. That. There's a dead person beside you. What? She's going to look to the side and not see anything, but then just look back. He's a spirit. It's okay, he's harmless. Just any spirit or someone specific? 
I mean, I don't, I don't know him personally. Can she roll insight on that? Sure. Okay. Doesn't seem to know him personally. So it's not like her dad. I think it is like um, see Death Vision twenty four seven overlay. I see dead people. Got it. Um, okay. Uh, which which side is it on? So I That's can be it. respectful. Uh, she waves in that general direction. Just says hi, hi, ghost. Nice to see you. He's cool. He's walking off now. Okay. Goodbye, ghost. <laughs> I okay. I'm sorry. This is this is a lot to deal with, but I'm. I'm glad you're okay. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, so, are you coming with us? We she, think the crystal landed up north. It did. I yeah, I th I think it did. Agreed. That depends on where you're going. Well, uh, if the calculations are a bit correct, uh, Grango Jungle. Stay so, do home. So we're going back. I, I mean, I'm planning to go back soon. Myself. I. That could be more important. Finding out what killed everyone. I mean, isn't he's getting everyone back more important first? I mean, yes, yes, it is. But look, RK, I figured I've I've got a lead, and she switches back into Druidic. I've got a lead. There's a, a lich. His name's Beveton. We accidentally revived him. Don't ask. It's a very long story. I couldn't walk for three days. That did not sound right. She says, okay, I don't think you have much room to talk. You were dead for three weeks. Besides the point. His followers were up in the Frostwood Church, and I was already headed that way, and then from there, I, we, we were going to go to Grangle Jungle. There's some unfinished business with a friend of mine. There's a lot we haven't caught up on, isn't there? Beveton the Ancient. Yeah. Yeah, that one. I know. The guy who's been disappeared for hundreds of years? Yeah, he was petrified in the middle of Wolf Pass Forest. Again, very long story. So if he that... killed our people, how is he frozen in time for a hundred years? Not months? him. Somebody who followed him. Either way, he was after us, which means he might have had followers who were after us. And I asked... That person, and she points at the high priest very awkwardly. This is all in Druidic. I asked him if there were any followers of Beveton, and he said, yeah, they're in Frost for Church. So I went with it. <sighs> Look, I'm, I want to go home. I do, but... I think we need to solve the problem before the problem kills us again once we fix it. 
That was a bad sentence. I'm sorry. I, it's been a really long day. I think we were caught off guard the first time. I mean, I'd rather go in with an army. Even if that means some of us may die again. It still means we fought in this time of our own terms. If you want to go after him, that's fine. But I don't know. I feel like bringing him back is the right thing to do first. I... I have to think about it. I mean, we don't have to see eye to eye. No, of course not. You can go and do your thing and we'll, we'll head for the crystal. Yeah. We know the jungle. We can get through it just fine. <laughs> Good luck with that. Um, I, I've seen what resurrecting someone can do, and that was just one person. Actually, two, but just one, really. And they have the power of the crystal. I had the power of a crystal. Not the crystal. Okay. Be honest with me. Do you honestly think that that's what... Just as a single example, that that's what my mother would have wanted? Just to come I don't back? think your mother would have wanted her people to die. We're not dead. We're right here. There's three of us. There are many more. We don't have to see eye to eye, and I don't think we do. But if you want to pursue this, I'm not going to stop you. Just please. I've lost you once. I've lost both of you once. I don't want to do it again. If I have to live my entire life without ever seeing my mother again, or my sister, or my father, for God's sake, or anybody who I grew up with, but I get to see you two, at the very least, I will be happy. Don't die for this. Okay? I plan on it. In fact, I, do, I plan on doing the opposite. Alright, then she switches back to common. Go do your thing. I... I need some time to think. But I'll see you when I see you. Okay? Keep in touch. They'll hand you the same flower as the uh, flower arrangement for your horns before he leaves. She holds on to it. Kind of kisses it. Because she's not kissing him. And watches him go. Watches both of them go. And then just sits in the corner. Staring into space.
Right. Head back to everyone else. I'm going to roll for playing cards with Finn. Okay. Are you guys doing rollies? Uh, yeah, what's the roll for that again? It's a d20, it's right? A d20. Damn. Also, we taught the cow how to, so see if he beats us. Oh, God. Oh, the cow's going to beat us at rollies? <gasps> I'm tied with the cow. Man, we're bad at cards, Finn. I don't know what oh, you're geez, talking it about. It was my dog. Guys. Playing rollies with a cow. We lost to a cow, Finn. That's what I mean. We're bad at cards. I tied with the cow, so I don't know what you're talking uh, about. I was gone for 30 seconds. Playing cards with the cow. The yeah. tiebreaker determination goes to the loser, and I think the cow won this one. We'll never speak of this again. Never. This goes to our grave. Yes. The cow moves. It knows. You get a Sorry. little thing at the tiny edge of your screen that says the NPC will remember this. Penelope will remember this. <laughs> you Her speak a word to this. Beauty. Penelope. You speak a word of this to anybody, cow, you'll be meat. It just stares at you blankly and drools. Good. Finn, how do we keep letting this cow get the best of us? I win this time. That's a good hand you got. I'm walking away from this. I'm tired of losing to a damn cow. Yeah, me too. Well, the cow's already eaten about three of the cards, at least. We'll have to get a new deck of cards. Whose idea was to teach the cow to play cards? That was yours. No, it was yours. How about we both take the blame for this and also never speak of it again? Agreed. How are they not back yet? Maybe she found them and they're letting her talk with them. Right, so during that rather long conversation, not that I'm complaining at all, it was deeply moving and and horrible and in the best way, um, but it was a long conversation. I'm assuming Martha probably spotted Callisto at the crowd of the cathedral midway through, and I, I'm assuming just let the conversation happen? I, 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 or Zare would have done that. It, I would say that, judging by the situation, it would have been maybe a little bit more courteous to give a respectful distance, at least until the conversation was over. Just seemed that kind of personal. The, that's what I'm saying Zare would have done. I'm asking Martha, assuming we spotted her together. Um, we need to get going. I, I hate to interrupt. I'll, I'll try and do it as politely as possible. And she will very nervously make her way over. Callisto? Yeah. Callisto, sweetheart, we need to go. I I know. I know. I'm sorry. But Are you let's right, go. Sweetheart. Not the honest answer, or the one that I'm going to tell you. Honest. No. Never have okay. been. Well, dear. We really need to get going. Yeah, yeah, we, we really, we really do. Yeah, let's, let's go. Thanks for coming to find me. All right, I'll make you a cup of hot cocoa once we get in the wagon, all right? Yeah, I'd like that. 
Thanks, Martha. You're welcome, sweetheart. And she'll just, like, gently rub your back and give it a good pat. Like, it's going to be all right, sweetheart. I, I don't know what has you so upset, but I'm sure we can talk about it later in the cart, okay? Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll talk about it later, I think. Let, let's go, come on. And she'll get right. up and start walking. And we head back to the cart. Hey, Corey. Yes. Well, everybody's off searching, and it's just uh, Finn and I. Can I uh, open the present from the high priest? Sure. I would like to open that. Um, it is a book on cleansing one's inner self. All right, let me... All right. Um, oof. Now Caster's got a dilemma. Does he read the balance book first or the, the one on the inner self-cleansing? Sounds like you got a lot of reading material. Yeah, I do. I'm going to start unselfishly on the balance book. The inner self one is something that he really wants to do, but he knows that the balance is more important to the party. Do you remember the original title of said book? You just gave it to me. You just said it's a book on the balance. Okay. So I make sure, I think I wrote that down in my notes. Give me one second. I just want to make sure I give the right information of what's in it. Okay. It was very on the nose. It was like on the balance. <laughs> book of, book of balance is what I have written down. Book of balance. So this is written by an SST Schaefer. Um, he is a elven scholar who mostly studied ley lines and the effect of magic on the world. Um, and in doing so, he found something known as the balance. Um, this is a pretty easy read. Um, how much time would you like to devote on this? Uh, until... Uh, well, I'd say basically until somebody's ready to talk to him. Like, he's just going to sit there and read until somebody comes and approaches him. All right, I'll give you at least ten minutes in. Okay. Um, so as you start reading the entrance book, it's uh, mostly the start of his, his entire journey. Um, he went out and searched to find what it is that everybody keeps kind of referring to as the balance that everybody knows of, but never quite studies. It's just kind of this old thing. It's kind of like the brother of magic. You know, it's it's always there. It's constantly watching. And he he wondered what throws it off because there, there are things that occur in nature. He first set off into a small uh, section of the Devil's Pass. Um, his first study was a very strange spring which had become contaminated as of lately and were killing creatures in the area and that uh, when i say i think everybody else would kind of reconvene back at the cart he can continue to read if you like or... well yeah like i said he'll continue until anybody approaches him and wants to talk to him like he's just gonna sit there and read let's have them 
wine uh come in and then we'll i'll give you more in a bit yep yep probably would see finn giving the cow like kind of a stink eye like just not like angry at it but just upset at it it moves there has a question for Callisto as they're walking back before they get to the cart. Callisto, this might be a delicate topic, but I have to ask. Caster mentioned that you weren't in a happy place with him when you separated. Was that just a misunderstanding or a I need time by myself thing, or did he do something that he, I I don't mean to pry, but I just need to make sure everyone's on the same page. You're totally fine. I'm I'm not upset with him. I'm upset with me. Um, as per usual, I just needed some time to think and honestly figure out what happened to Skeezy, which I didn't, but. Could I suggest something kindly? And he, he gives you a really nice smile. Not like a cheesy, like, can you do this for me smile? It's kind of like a, it's like a really genuine, like, as a friend, like... She, she raises an eyebrow. I think it would be really, I, I think it would be really nice if you said something small to Castor when we got back to the cart. I think it would help lift his spirits. Um, okay. What would I say, sir? Whatever's in your heart. And then he'll kind of turn away as if that wasn't something extremely profound. <laughs> when I left, he was, when I left, he was playing, he was playing cards with a dead man and a cow. <laughs> she watches him kind of walk away. And just blue screens for a second, and then under her breath, probably in Martha's earshot, just goes, I'm not saying that. Oh dear, that was unintentional, by the way, that, that happened out of Sarah's dumb mouth. It was perfect, though. Sir does not have a dumb mouth. He has a low intelligence mouth. There is a significant difference. I can tell you that for 100% truth. Asan <laughs> had an 8 intelligence, but a 16 charisma. Okay. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're going to keep walking, I assume. And Zer will, will kind of... Hmm. He's actually kind of in a good mood. He just survived another assassination attempt. We're ready to leave this the city of temples or city of churches. And um, he's going to kind of like dance around while keeping an eye on Callisto and Martha, not to spy, but also just to like make sure he's not missing anything by uh, like being too far ahead or too far behind. So just kind of like keeping, just kind of shuffling. When they when they get back to the cart, Callisto is gonna see Caster's reading a book, and then just go. Sir, he's reading a book. I don't want to interrupt. I'm 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 just gonna go to my room. Uh, yeah, 
And she walks upstairs and up into her nest. Martha is going to make a big cup of hot cocoa for her. With marshmallows. Can I bring that up to her when you're finished, Martha? Of course, sweetheart. Now be nice to her. She seems to be going through quite something. I'm not sure. I have no intention to do otherwise. All right, I just don't know what I'm going to say. And he'll smile at Martha. Would you rather me take it up to her? Maybe she needs a bit of girl talk. That's not a bad idea. As much as I'd like to speak with her right now, I think that's not a bad idea. All right. You're a good man, sweetheart. And she'll just give him a little pat on the cheek. And she'll take the hot cocoa and start making her way up. Uh, Martha, just before you go, hmm? I'm going to go get settled out in the driver's seat. Um, come and get me when we're ready to move. I'd like to enjoy the afternoon heat. Uh, I, I think we're all ready to go. Everyone's just going to be staying in the cart. Well, well I just, I just mean that everybody will have to be jostled around inside the cart or outside of it. We can't move while the guild hall is in here, and I don't want to throw Calista down the stairs with her hot cup of cocoa when I start to move. <laughs> Alright, but we need to get going soon. Well, come get me when you're ready. Alright, I'll talk to her, and then I'll bring her down. <laughs> okay. And Sarah will leave the cart. The guild house. I will say, I am fully aware that I am taking up a lot of time. Does anyone else want to do anything? Nope. Nope. Reading a book. I now, I, I am enjoying the Callisto time. Okay. Yeah, sometimes it's okay to delve a little bit. Yeah. Okay, I just didn't want to take any moments away from anybody if you guys wanted to do something. In <laughs> a moment. <laughs> there will be other yeah, things. we already took the moment away. <laughs> I don't want to take any more. I will, the only thing I'll say is I'll probably be up front with when I see uh, Zer get up on the front. I'd join him up there. So where exactly are we headed? Uh, Blarg. Heading straight on out? Yeah. It's the plan. Would you guys like to use a crystal or no? Right away. Right. Yep. Yeah, and uh, I, I believe, I, I think that would be best, considering there is an assassin on our tails. Uh, uh, we don't know if I'm in the 48-hour clearance window, so I'd say use a crystal. And also, um, has there been any big explosions recently up towards Blarg? Okay, well then, I think that's that's also a good sign. So, See you guys all crack a crystal it'll disperse and into many many pieces and kind of a dust and kind of flume around everyone as it swirls a bit and kind of nestles and you guys will see a faint glow on you guys for quite a while and then eventually fade but you will get a full day's travel today which uh e be about one one in the morning 
you guys are on cart now. So what do we say the speed for your cart was? I'm sorry. It should be like 40 miles a day, I think. 40 miles a day is, um, is, I remember, um, being on this website that calculated all sorts of things for role-playing fantasy stuff, and 40 miles a day is on the nose. So, so if we're half a day... Are we taking roads? Well, 40 miles a day means a full day of travel, which yeah. is eight hours of travel, because that's when your animals become exhausted. Well, uh, five, six, seven, eight... Nine, ten is when you're going to lose sun, so you have about five hours of travel. Okay. Can we travel into the night if I put a light on, if I use the light spell? I mean, maybe, but you'd have to roll for your constitution in order to not get uh, disadvantage, or not disadvantage of... So that'd be 30 miles. I mean, you'd still make probably about 30 miles, so it's not like you wouldn't... All right, yeah, no, I'll be fine. I need to sleep anyway. How much more of the book did I read? Nobody came and talked to me. I was reading that whole time. All right. Well, I can give you pretty much most of the book. Like I said, it's a kind of a small read. The book uh, explains that he does find what he's looking for in the forest. Um, that uh, something threw off what is known as the balance, of course. Uh, but what that basically means is that in making a deal with a very dark creature. Um, it kind of stained the place that they were around, causing the balance in the area to go off because uh, things were introduced to the natural nature that didn't work. It, in this area, often hailed. It rained. It snowed. The weather was off. Plants grew that shouldn't. Some died that should stay here. It was in chaos. It's like it couldn't figure out which way was up and which way was down, as if it didn't know anything. Eventually, it became basically a barren wasteland. It's a small little dead spot somewhere in Devil's Pass. So he then thins off his full theory that the balance isn't necessarily a set of rules is the requirement for the natural state that we know as life to continue unhindered by unnatural elements that could potentially kill us all. I.e., there is no balance, life is chaos. Chaos kills. I resent that remark. <laughs> You've died twice. I will hand that book to Finn when I'm done reading it. Sorry, Finn. I, I wasn't trying to like... Oh, no. That that was perfect. I love that. That that's that was the perfect response. And you... Okay. you, you fair. And I guess I'll go to sleep for the night. Uh, no, go ahead. Uh, Callisto just is nursing her hot chocolate and she can't I don't think she can physically warm things up but she kind of holds it close to herself to get it as hot as possible and keep it as warm as possible because tieflings are 
rather warm-blooded. Um, and just nurses the hot cocoa silently the whole way. So eventually you guys do settle down. You find a nice little nest uh, just outside of town. And a small little cubby of dirt and dead foliage, which makes the perfect bedding for underneath the platform. And a lot of easy foliage to make for fire. That being said, there is still something I would like to roll that I have concocted for our crystal days. It is called the crystal chart. If I could have somebody roll me a 1d100. On it. 57. So, <clears throat> what can happen on the crystal chart? All good things. Except for that number. No combats on the crystal chart. Right? No thefts. But potential items, run-ins, NPCs, events, or just world events could occur when, when on this chart. With a 57, as you guys bunker down for the night, Finn, when you're kind of like putting your, your, your like bed sack down, uh -huh. feeling the ground is a little bit uneasy where your thing is. And when you pull your cart up, well, your, your, not your cart, when you, when you pull your mat up, you kind of look at the ground a bit and it seems it's been disturbed and there seems to be some sort of leather strap kind of laying on the ground, but it looks like it goes down into the ground, like something's been buried. Uh, first, before I touch it, I will shout out, hey, there's something here, and then I'll touch it. Okay. What was that, Finn? Some kind of something. He's touching things again. I'll, I'll take a look. I'm, I'm going to pull at it, see if anything. Uh, the small, uh, it looks to be uh, like a coin purse comes out. Ooh, I'm going to open it. There is 50 gold. Well, it seems our luck is turned around. I just found 50 gold. That's fantastic. I... I could possibly double that in time. Well, we, we have a party fun? We do. I'll toss the bag over to uh, uh, Zer and said, add that to it. Yeah, I'll put that in the, uh, the party loot. Any more exciting things under my, my nope. sheet? Uh, the rest of the the rest of the evening, um, I, I can't say night, but the rest of the evening will go pretty much uneventful. No more hidden treasures. Uh, you were gonna say as a little light, little light uh, bedtime activity. I'll start reading the other book. <laughs> okay. Um. So the other book is the um, cleansing of oneself. Um, so it basically just starts off like a normal yoga book. To know oneself, you must know your core, who you are. You must first search your inner self for the cleansing that you need. Plus, 
You must be open to the experience, it says. That is the first step. Um, Zer would actually like to take the book from Casser that he, he just finished. I, I gave it to Finn. Oh, I, sorry, you did say that before, but you said just now I thought that you, like, switched out the books, so my mind jumped. My apologies. Uh, I would, I wouldn't, that'd be like, a book of balance. If anybody else wants to read it. Well, you're the one who brought up the balance to him. That's why he handled I it. I did. I, I did, but I was mostly curious about the, the crystal. That's why I got, I got my own book. Uh, I wouldn't mind taking a look, Finn. I have uh, nothing else to do, and I'm quite fit wakeful. Alright, I'll hand the book over to you. And if we're doing reading time, uh, Finn's going to crack open the second edition of uh, the, the, I think it's the History of Codia, Codius. Castor is going to, under his breath, when reading this book, mutter something along the lines of, Know myself. I don't know myself. I don't know what I am. I don't know who I am. You're muted again. So, in the second book, and I'm going to cover both books as we go through, because both of these have very good info. In the second chapter of the history of Cody, it is life after he's been banished. It explains that in order to have escaped Tansom, he used a secret doorway underneath a very particular statue. That doorway took him out into the lake itself, which he himself can swim freely in as if it were a natural spring. Kodia's waters do not affect him. If anything, they have a healing property. The strangest thing about this is that he was still traveling with two other people who wished to leave the actual uh, tribe as well, and left with him thinking, you know, he was chosen for a reason from this crystal. They went with him in this lake. They fully expected for the two of them to get sick and die. In fact, they prepped for it overnight. He apologized and told them that he wished there was anything that they could do for them. Overnight, something occurred. It was as if the lake heard his wish. Or somehow he protected them. They still don't know to this day. The two people who swam with him in the lake had no repercussions, no ill effects, and no deadly causes to their life. And thus started the first journey as what would be called his healing journey. Does it mention the names of the two people who traveled with him? One was... um. One was an, an old-school half-elf who had been a mixed breed from somebody who had slept with somebody from the tribe but did not stay with. He was more of an outsider. Um, his name was Piodo. 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 And then there was a female. She went by the name of um, Quisandra. Quisandra? 
Quasandra, yes. Of course, yeah. No description of her? Um, not physically, no. Um, they more so talk about these these people as biblical more so than descriptional. Mm. Would I get a sense that this may have been Arwen they're talking about? I mean... There's not any really tying key info to that, so probably not. I mean, you could hypothesize all you like, but unfortunately in this book you won't find any supporting evidence. Okay. And with the centering yourself kind of thing, the, the second step into doing this is learn to ask for help. The world is not always kind, but you can't live alone, even if you're scared. Make sure that you have those around you who you can trust, who are willing to help. And be open to those who you have not met yet, who could become potential friends. Doesn't the guy got to punch him? Yeah, the guy's still there. He's been kind of following the cart. Uh, he's he's kind of made a, a a tent probably about 30 feet away, since you guys don't seem to want him too close. Um, but eventually he'll he'll kind of kind of trot over it around midnight. Uh, is he doing it stealthily, or do I hear him coming? Because I want I don't want him to punch. Oh, he's walking. No, no, he's not going to sucker punch you. No, he he wants you to know it's coming. Well, he's going to come over and and just kind of tap your shoulder and say. Right, bro, it's time. Esther will be holding the book, you know, with the one hand style. He'll close it, he'll put it down, and he'll stand up. I kind of ask you to, to walk over about 10 feet from the party a bit, just within eyesight, still in, still in the light, but enough that you guys have a room. All right. Um, he'll quickly kind of put his hands together. He'll say a silent prayer for himself before then speaking and saying a prayer for you. Like, I hope this punch is cleansing and that you can find peace and the true power within, bro. Like, you deserve it, right? You know you deserve it, right? You're yeah. worthy. The book tells you me so. You feel worthy? Yes. Do you really feel worthy? Because this isn't going to work if you don't feel worthy. Worthy of what exactly? Life, man, life. You're here for a reason, right? You want to be here. Yes, of course I want to be here. You want to make place a better place, right? Yes. All I want to do. There you go. All right, all right. Step one complete. Yeah. All right, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to prep the area. I'm just going to kind of reach out and put a hand on your chest. You're just going to kind of rub in a small circle. And it's not, it's not like on it. You know, it's not an He's not being weird, okay. Oh, he's being weird. And then, you know, after he does the open palm, he'll slowly kind of roll. A, not, not like a tight, tight, I'm going to hurt you fist, but like a, a calm, kind of clenched fist and just kind of get you good to that feeling. I say, all right, you ready, man? 
Yes. He'll pull his hand back and you'll see him say another prayer. And his hand will start to glow. Quite you'll see kind of... Yeah. Is this a spell that I'm familiar with? Is this like inflict wounds that you're about to hit me with? No. Okay. This is a... If, if anything was similar, it would be like a greater or lesser restoration. All right. I know that spell. The words of one of the great ones. You reap what you sow, bro. You will do good. I know. And then he's going to just punch you. <laughs> um, it's not going to hurt. I mean, you're going to feel it. But what is going to occur when that force meets you is that you ever rode on a roller coaster before? Yes. And when that initial inertia hits, <sighs> yeah, just like the fade. Now mix that with the same thing from like DC's comics where the dude gets punched and he's pushed three copies out of his body. Right. He Doctor Strange me? Basically. <laughs> but the third part that comes out of you is dark. It's nasty, it's vile, and it's just straight up necrotic. And that will burn up behind you. And eventually your soul will back into the body. Caster will fall to his knees. Caster, one thing that you will notice is that your hair will fade from white to yellow for a little bit, like a blondish. Okay. Well, I wouldn't notice. I can't see my own hair. Um, do I feel different? A lighter. Not, not as in, like, weight-wise. You feel like a weight has been kind of lifted. Did I, did I see the evil soul come out of me? You felt something being torn from you that was unnatural. So Caster's on his Caster's on his knees. And he feels that unnatural thing torn from him. And he will um he will pop out his wings. They will not occur right away. You feel drained. Okay. Doesn't have any other magic that he can do, really. Um, but he feels different. He feels better. He feels lighter. He felt something unnatural torn from him. You, you do feel that they're still there. Um, I do want to be open about that. So okay. you can, you, like, you still have that ability. It's just, it's like costly. It's like, if I use this. I could pass out right now. <laughs> okay. Um, he'll look at this guy with like wide eyes and like he'll reach up and put a hand on his arm and give him a nod and just thank you. Yeah, bro. You get it. Yeah. See, he gets it. He looks over to the He gets it. Yeah. Um, just <laughs> Caster will doesn't have anything to give this man. Um, I don't need nothing, bro. 
he sees you kind of thinking dude it's just part of the journey man you gotta roll all right i'll see you later he's gonna go pat your shoulder and he's gonna start walking off down the dark road Caster will not move. He'll be sitting there on his knees, just kind of in shock, like looking at the guy and then looking at the ground, and then just kind of stuck in thought. Did everybody else see that? I was watching the entire time. Well, I'm asking Corey if they if they saw if they, it. If they were watching, they did see the glow. They saw the punch. I don't think they'd have seen the soul thing. That's kind of like third plane out of, like, you, you got to have, like, true sight for that. Okay. After a minute, Callisto's going to put the dregs of her hot cocoa down reluctantly and get up and walk over to him. Say, you good? I think I'm great. Oh, okay. Great, great is is great. Um, tore something out of me. Dare I ask what? Something unnatural. Something heavy. So, like a metaphysical thing, as opposed to a a not metaphysical thing. Castro looked down at his own chest, and then, yeah. Awesome. Um, good, good for you. That is... She's gonna turn around and walk back. Zare will peer up from flipping through the the pages, the reading the page numbers, just like lazily, and he'll just shout out as if he had like been watching it at the back of his head the whole time. He always had the power to do that. I'm I'm gonna walk up to him and like. Offer a hand, like you need a you need a hand up, man. Yeah, yeah. Callisto is going to keep walking, kicking herself that she did not think to offer that. Castro will take Finn by the wrist, you know, like the like the Roman handshake style. Predator handshake? No, he's not predator handshaking him, but just lift himself up with Finn's help. Alright, let's get you up, get you some sleep. I I desperately need sleep. I think we all do. I'm just gonna do what I normally do though and sleep. Sleep on the ground outside the car. It's been a while. The stars are awfully beautiful tonight. Fair point. Also, out of game, I the entire time the dude was talking, I was like, this is Owen Wilson. Uh, the actor Owen Wilson. like, Yeah, bro. Yeah. I'm gonna punch the devil out of you. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, so Castle will make his way back. He'll sit down. He'll still look kind of in shock. But happy. Not a normal look for Caster. He looks happy. Why you're such in shock, but I'm glad you're looking a little happier. Thank you, Seth. By the way, I saw that this speech you gave me was magical. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry, I made that a few weeks ago, actually, anticipating your birthday. Um, I can't use it, so I can't verify that it actually works, but you can. Alright, um, uh, out of character question, does it, do I need to attune to it? Or is it just, uh... I believe so, I believe it still requires attunement. I think the full magic item needs attunement, yeah, so I'd say... Okay, well, I'll attune to it before going to bed. As he's doing that, Callisto will kind of look at Zer and and just thumbs up, thumbs down. Like, did you do good? He'll wink. She's going to stare at him for a second, not entirely sure how to respond to that, and just go thumbs up. He'll, um, he'll um, mimic because he's naturally very good at this and, and good with his hands. He'll actually um, do his best and I'll do a um, uh, let's say a dis uh, no, a, no performance check. I'll do a performance check. Um, and he's going to mimic the somatic components that you used when you cast Moonbeam. <laughs> And then he's going to wink again. <laughs> one one last... She'll... Oh, go on. I was going to say, she does them back. And then goes, okay. Cool. So, one last thing before we hit bed. Um, Castro will actually get up and he'll, he'll approach Callisto. And... She looks up from her... The dregs of her hot cocoa. Yeah? What's up? I just wanted to apologize if I upset you earlier. I was... I was just... Trying to keep you safe. I didn't want anything to happen to you. You didn't upset me, Caster. I. I. <laughs> she's seeing Zer behind Caster's head doing random hand motions. Um, she's you. You didn't upset me. I just needed a minute. Um, and I got to talk to Arke. So, in a way, we're all good. But you, you and I are fine. I, I wasn't mad at you. I'm sorry if it came off that way. Did everything go how you had hoped? I wasn't expecting it. Can you ever, though? Yeah, nothing ever really goes the way one hopes, does it? Especially in a situation um, like that. That's not one that you can really brace or prepare for no you can't eat it's really difficult to prepare for when your fiance comes back from the dead yeah um it's been a long night oh wait i was gonna offer to braid your hair wasn't i yeah with that flower that you made for me yeah uh yeah i can i can do that if you want Absolutely. Okay, here, sit down. And she, she sits him down and proceeds to braid his hair very intricately in the way that she can. Just like in the Opportunity Roll banner. Yes, <laughs> exactly like in the Opportunity Roll banner. Except um, 
she she ties it off with the poppy and thinks for a second and takes yeah caster can't see. wait is this hair still blonde Corey? no it was just a fade okay and then it came back okay yeah she'll take one of her purple roses from her horn vine put it in the sunder of the braid so that no one else everybody else can see it but caster can't um stares at it for a second and just says you're you're good uh Happy birthday. Castor will, like, put his hands on his hair and feel it, because it's the first time his hair's, like, ever been braided like this. He'd be like, this is, this is great. It won't get in my eyes anymore. Yeah. See, that that was why I wanted to do it. I figured it'd be... It, I, I don't normally braid mine anymore, just because it's difficult to keep it contained when you can't braid behind your own head. But, you know, it's nice to do it for other people. Well... Go get some sleep. Thank you. And he'll get up, bonk you again, and uh, go to his bedroll area. Well, not even his bedroll, just the, the area that he kind of kicked out the dirt a little bit to make it flatter. And he'll just lay in the dirt. Put his hands behind his head, being careful not to touch the flowers that are in his hair. And he will just look up at the stars and drift off to sleep. All right. Um, normally I would probably try to put in a dream here, but unfortunately, uh, there is no access to that because of a certain person. Um, so I would say we'd probably end this here for tonight and meet up again next week. GG! Yeah. Callisto and Martha still need to have their yeah, mommy daughter <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode. Don't forget to subscribe so that you never miss an episode and comment so we can bring more people to join the story with us. We want to thank Sirenscape as we use their sound systems for our sound effects and music. Check out the description if you want to know exactly which sets we used this episode. Thanks to Kobold Press, we use their monster write-ups to keep our players on their toes and you listeners on the edges of your seats. Join us next episode as we continue our story. Mm -hmm.